Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Hello. First up, thank you so much for being here. It's our mission to really empower you to take control of your own health because you deserve a less stressed life. I want to let you know a couple things. I wanted to let you know that in November, we're doing a giveaway because we love you worth over $200 of some of my favorite products. There is some electrolyte powder I love, some mag powder, some mag lotion, a really good sporebiotic total bundle, some awesome toothpaste with like fancy remineralization, hydroxapatite. So some really good stuff worth over $200. I think there's like at least eight products in there. So here's how you can be entered. You'll be entered if you write a review and then you let us know about it. So you're entered when you write the review, that's one entry. And then if you share it on Facebook or Instagram and tag us, tag me, um, Krista Bigler RD on Facebook or anti-inflammatory nutritionist on Instagram, that's another entry. If for some reason you can't share it on social media, you can send us a screenshot of that review at hello at lessstresslife.com and we will compile those throughout this month and then draw for a winner. This is how you can write a review. It's reviewthispodcast.com forward slash less stressed life. That'll be in the show notes. Don't delay. Enter today. I, that was a funny joke, funny rhyme I made up on the go. All right. So as we work to provide great material for your listening pleasure, you are going to hear from some sponsors that we partner with. So we have some kind of revenue source to provide this free resource to you. On that note, this episode is sponsored by Fullwell Prenatal Multivitamin, formerly Full Circle. You can get a discount on your order with the code less stressed at fullwellfertility.com and by Rupa Health. So Rupa Health is a lab concierge service that I have used for quite a while and love as a practitioner. And here's the gist on Rupa. Access to functional and specialized medicine testing and standard blood work is a big piece of what we do with personalizing care plans and helping clients succeed. But when you start doing that, you have to get accounts with multiple labs and ordering and tracking those results from so many different lab portals really slows down efficiency. It really bogs us down in admin work. And also we can get lab work from Rupa Health so much cheaper. I'm totally obsessed with them. It's a single portal that allows you to order from over 20 specialty labs in their simple dashboard. I'm talking less than 30 seconds to set up your free account and like 30 seconds to order the labs you need. All the results get sent to me in one place. I can securely send a client their results with just a click of a button. And 
I don't know if I said this already, but standard blood work can be ordered for almost two-thirds less than other direct-to-consumer lab sites. So RUPA, that's R-U-P-A, it's a lab concierge. So they send the clients their lab invoices on your behalf. If your clients pay for their own labs, you can pay for the labs. They help you, they help your clients get it set up for the lab draw. They navigate testing questions. They provide requisition forms. It's it's really a dream. So you can go sign up for free to help streamline your practice and simplify ordering labs for your clients at rupahealth.com, R-U-P-A health.com and let them know I sent you when you sign up and they'll be around here for a while. So I will be providing a little more information on kind of how I'm using that in practice. So maybe it'll help you as well. Now let's get into today's topic. If you're listening to an episode on male fertility, maybe it's because you're personally affected or you have a special interest and you already know how it affects people. But for just to set the stage, I am going to talk about how big of a deal this is. Back in March, I did a pretty comprehensive review on nutrients for female fertility back in March 2021. So you can check that out. So let's talk about male fertility and the seriousness of the situation. So one in eight couples struggle to conceive and infertility affects overall 10 to 12% of our reproductive age couples in the United States. So how does a male partner affect the female fertility picture? Well, the American Society of Reproductive Medicine says that there's about 40% of infertility cases where the male partner is a contributor or is the cause of infertility. Now, having pre- this is important to mention that having previous children doesn't rule out male fertility because things change. There's an older article from the British Medical Association where they looked at 50-year span. It was actually from 1940 to 1990, so really a while ago at this point. And at that time, average sperm count per ejaculation had decreased over 50% in 50 years. So we've got some things not going in the right direction around here. So infertility, big picture, we know kind of what that is, but the clinical definition is that we're not, we're failing to achieve a pregnancy after 12 months or more of trying. Now, if we're over 35, which honestly, a lot of my clients are, it's more and more common um, for for women to be starting to trying to conceive at a, at a, in their 30s now. Infertility is considered if you have tried for over six months when you're over 35 and you have not been able to get pregnant. There's also another kind of infertility called secondary infertility where couples who have been pregnant once who could get pregnant and now are not able to get pregnant. So conceiving isn't always easy and studies show in general here it's getting harder as our overall society is delaying the start of a family and we've got all these other burdens. So chronic nutrient deficiencies, environmental toxins, stress, or as we're starting to call it, nervous system imbalances and the implied stress or the neurology of the situation, and then chronic inflammation. But there's good news, which is why you're here. Reproductive health is, again, dependent on both male and females, but sperm health can be influenced in three to four months. It's somewhat straightforward in comparison to kind of the dance of the female reproductive system. It's very common for females to go to have their overall medical history combed through with that fine tooth comb once fertility issues are confirmed. And sometimes males are kind of overlooked in that big picture or just overall ignored. One thing males really have going for them is that sperm is regenerative, unlike eggs that women have or received when they were in their own mother's womb. And I think that's so cool to think about. You were in your grandmother's womb because when she was pregnant with your mother, she had 
eggs inside of her. For men, they make new sperm every day, so there's always opportunity to improve, but the full sperm regeneration cycle takes a little over two months. All right, so here's the checklist when we're considering what the big picture is for quality, high quality sperm. Now, both eggs and sperm or overall fertility is influenced by the environment. We talked about that before, but here are some other things on the checklist. So semen analysis is often done. It's not always the entire story. And let's keep in mind that it changes over time. If you're producing sperm all the time and you have a semen analysis, then what you're doing in your life will change it at different times. The next thing is have infections been ruled out? Is there a kidney infection? Or a varicocele, which is kind of like the varicose vein of the testes. Has the male had thyroid testing? Because when the thyroid is underperforming, all metabolism is slowed down, including sex hormone status. Have we evaluated? We talked about all the different types of stressors earlier, but has chronic stress been evaluated? Or is there some kind of environmental toxin use, meaning this could range from like simple toxins or more extreme toxins like consistent alcohol intake multiple times a week, tobacco, cannabis use. Those just simply cause oxidative stress in the body. And that's kind of like the body's rust situation. And so when we have extra oxidative stress, that's really what it boils down to. Male fertility is boiled down to a very antioxidant rich lifestyle. So anything that kills antioxidant, which is oxidative stress or the rusting process, is going to go against that. So there's some specific nutrients for male fertility health that I'll get to in a moment. But big picture, it's digestive health overall, because if you don't have good digestion and absorption of nutrients, that's going to be gut health. Elimination and detoxification systems all opened up. So if there's skin issues, if we're not clearing waste very well, we were just talking about oxidative stress and some big waste burdens, uh, blood sugar balance, and then some other things we can add. So those are kind of things that we remove or we kind of correct the imbalances. But we can also add a lot more antioxidants, nutrients, anti-inflammatory foods. All of those things are going to overall support that big picture to influence our egg and sperm health, our fluid quality, implementation, nutrient absorption, all of the things. All right, so backing up, we're looking at digestive health, elimination, detoxification, blood sugar balance. So with meals, I mean, how many people in general skip breakfast or skip meals quite frequently, but that creates quite a blood sugar roller coaster. So protein, fat, and carb at regular intervals can be a big thing. I mean, especially for men, it is what it is. And then adding and infusing a lot of antioxidants. So we want to really pick a few big bangs and not try to change everything at once overall, but we want to just back up and assess before adding anything else. Do I have a lot of burden from environmental toxins? Do I hit five or five plus fruits and vegetables per day? Am I actually eating meals at regular intervals throughout the day? Am I moving my body? Have I had my thyroid tested? Have I had infections ruled out? Have I assessed for anatomical issues? All of those are really important before we go too crazy with adding extra things. When I say extra things, I mean supplements. So now I'm going to go through a list of nutrients that can impact male fertility. And then let's talk about some ways that we could improve and get more of those all in one. So you're not supplementing lots of different things. I would not say that when we go over nutrients, it's a matter of let's supplement lots of things. Like what is the minimum thing we can do with the maximum ROI is always my question. All right, let's talk about male fertility nutrients. So fat soluble nutrients, A, D, and E are all affected because they can regulate and control sperm production. 
sperm motility from vitamin D. Uh, low vitamin D might have slower sperm. They might not just they might just not be able to get to where they need to go. And then vitamin E protects sperm membranes. I think we could really cross this over and think about the influence of these nutrients also on other cells with membrane health. All right, as far as water-soluble nutrients, we have got vitamin B12, which can possibly increase sperm count. Now I have a whole small, short five-minute podcast on why a B12 deficiency is not a B12 deficiency. And if we just stop at those four nutrients right there, Those are two nutrients that your doctor's probably not going to check on their own, but you could ask for a vitamin D check and a vitamin B12 check. That is totally possible. All right, a couple other, um, another B vitamin that is implicated in male fertility is a folate deficiency. So it's estimated that maybe 60% of people have this MTHFR gene. That means that you may not make folate very well. You may not meet your folate requirements and a deficiency in folate may reduce testosterone. So that's like a next level thing. I would say the primary thing that I see in women, since I look at more women, is that stress will reduce testosterone um, in the big picture. And we've got a whole episode coming up with my favorite uh, hormone test consultants where we talk a lot about that topic. All right, let's jump over to minerals. So zinc, selenium, copper, and manganese are all important for male fertility. So zinc and copper operate in a 15 to 1 ratio. So that's kind of important to say if we over supplement zinc, we can decrease copper, which is a necessary cofactor for a lot of different things. In this context, copper and manganese are cofactors for superoxide dismutase, which is a really powerful antioxidant that protects sperm from that oxidative damage. So a lot of like I call these play hands behind the scenes of the curtains that are helping everything kind of operate properly. And then selenium, which is required for maturing sperm and helps protect overall that lipid shell encasing that sperm as well. So also essentially a very like another antioxidant type function. All right, let's move on to mitochondrial nutrients would be the next category that I think of. So carnitine and coenzyme Q10. Uh, Coenzyme Q10 is a big potent antioxidant. It's actually I enjoy coenzyme Q10 from a perspective of sustainable energy. So as an antioxidant, it's really protecting sperm from damage. Again, that's what all of these antioxidants are going to do is that life is coming at us being kind of damaging and the antioxidants are there to fight the rust, essentially. Carnitine helps transport fatty acids. It is the preferred energy source of sperm into cells, and it really helps with sperm motility, also just like vitamin D in trials. So carnitine is sometimes used in workout supplements. Otherwise, we don't always hear about it. A classical sign of carnitine deficiency looks like pain in the legs when climbing the stairs. Now, that's a pretty overt symptom, so that may not always pop up. Let's talk about also food sources of this because this is not super common. It's hard to find a really perfect mitochondrial supplement or product. Heart and liver are your most common sources of this. So without those, there isn't really a great food source. It is supplementation. So last thing that I didn't talk about was glutathione, which is one of my favorite antioxidants. It is a big big guy in liver detoxification, but it's also useful in a ton of other things. Not having good glutathione can affect sperm motility. Carnitine affects sperm motility, vitamin D affects sperm motility. And then, so we're basically trying not to kill it and help it get to where it needs to go. So again, vitamins A, D, and E are the fat solubles. B12, folate, and C are the water solubles. Um, And then some mitochondrial nutrients, CoQ10, carnitine, and then minerals are zinc, selenium, copper, manganese. So... 
Selenium, our favorite recommendation there is always a couple Brazil nuts per day. And then from there in general, when I look at these, it's kind of like the more you learn, you can't unsee, you know, once you see something, you can't unsee it. So when I look at this overall list, I think about how useful liver could be or desiccated liver because it gives us a lovely dose of A and D in synergistic amounts. It's a rich source of actually B12. It's a good source of some of these minerals. So it's like kind of, a, it's kind of got it all going on, to be honest, if I was going to pick one major thing. If I was going to pick one other major thing for male fertility, I'd pick an antioxidant, like a super antioxidant blend. You know, when people buy a product from a company for a while, like maybe they have some fancy special juice that they drink in the morning. And they're like, I feel so good. I could see that because you're like supercharging your antioxidants. It's like such a higher dose. So there's a lot of those like really colorful juice type things or antioxidant blends or powders that get sold to people. I think those are totally fine if you want to use those. There's a lot of herbal mixes and and food-based versions of antioxidants. I characterize all those micronutrients in certain categories. A lot of those fall under the antioxidant umbrella. So antioxidant umbrella includes glutathione, CoQ10, vitamin E, vitamin C, or some of the ones that come to mind. So there are a lot of professional formulations or supplements as well that do um, high antioxidant blends or formulas. A couple that come to mind are pure encapsulations antioxidant formula and designs for health has an ultimate antioxidant formula. And there's a couple different ones. So big picture mitochondrial support, support the cells, support antioxidants. You can also do that with a very colorful diet. So the more color, the more antioxidants. So support cells with mitochondrial health. I think liver is a great choice here, liver and heart. If I'm sounding too crazy, you can look for some different mitochondrial supplementation or antioxidants. That's really what it comes down to for male fertility. Once you've gone through that checklist, checked her infections, anatomical health, then you want to really protect the sperm and help it get where it's going. So if you just got done listening to an episode on fertility for men, you might be interested in nutrition for female fertility as well. Did you know that up to 95% of women enter pregnancy without proper choline stores, which is seriously one of my favorite underrated nutrients for skin, liver, brain health, but it's really essential for preventing neural tube defects and developing babies. And again, it really helps with that like membrane of the cell. I want to thank, again, this episode's sponsor, Full Well Fertility Prenatal Multivitamin, which is formerly Full Circle Prenatal, because it is full of all the nutrients you need for before, during, and after conception, and it blows all the other prenatals out of the market. High quality nutrients, the right form of the nutrient, and the research-based doses, which a lot of supplement companies don't have any reason to do because it adds to the overall pill count and expense of the product. So Full Well Fertility has the best form of myo-inositol, selenium, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin E, folate, and choline. You're going to see a lot of overlap between male fertility and female fertility. And it's also got iodine from kelp. It's seriously wonderful. You can head over to fullwellfertility.com and use the code less stressed to get a discount on your order. See you next week. Don't forget to enter the giveaway. Just write a review. Let us know you wrote it. If you tag us on social media, it's two entries. So review this forward slash less stressed.